but yeah, getting this thing started. How would you describe what it is that you do? Plain and simple. Hmm. <laughs> Good question. So, um, yeah, basically, in uh, in our academy, New Humanity, Divine Life, we we work with a system about the levels of consciousness. So uh, through that uh, system of uh, um, identifying each level of consciousness from a lower perspective to the full consciousness realization, then uh, that kind of gives the um, ability to see where a person is at and help him to... Uh, go to the next step within them, coming closer to a deeper realization. And so, um, yeah, every level of consciousness has certain effective practices that would help someone, very specific meditations that would help someone move to the next step. And so, uh, this, uh, this map, uh, um, I found it also to be like a direct path uh, without getting lost in the world, without having any confusions and doubts, because it's a very clear path. And it doesn't like it, it doesn't hold anything to it. You know, you can be um, a healer and doing whatever you love to do, or like it, it doesn't matter what's above it, because levels of consciousness is kind of the foundation of everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, so basically, yeah, what I do, I uh, I offer um, guidance, spiritual guidance, uh, um, specific meditations. Uh, first of all, helping someone to uh, heal and go through whatever they're stuck in, in their present moment, and identifying what issues they have so they can transcend that, they can work through it and rise above it. Mm. And every time we do that, we're kind of polishing through these uh, false identities, uh, false beliefs, old memory, things that basically clinch on our consciousness. I see. And it's cool. as if it's it's like a, a blooming and flowering of consciousness. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it can also be seen as something very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, to witness although yeah there are some challenges too <laughs> yeah for sure would you be able to explain the different levels of consciousness like the, give us a little bit of a synopsis of the map yes sure i can like um give you a brief uh, introduction so basically in the in the lower uh, levels we see all the entanglements that this body and mind binds itself with. So we could say all the heavier emotions, all the um, emotions that are basically um, constricting our consciousness. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a category of uh, abuser and victimhood consciousness. Mm-hmm. So that that category falls all under that lowest level. And it's the biggest struggle uh, in humanity too, because, uh, you know, for thousands of years, uh, this civilization hasn't been empowered at all. And now, uh, you know, as a collective level, 
people are starting to well, feel or see something is something is not quite right here. Yeah. Maybe they've been living in oppression and uh, feeling suppressed and so many other things that left them in a victimhood state. So now as a whole collective, you can see this already play out as people are stepping up into a self-empowered place. Mm -hmm. Right. So it, it, it can already be seen from the whole collective scale. Mm -hmm. Then as we work through and, and let's say make peace with certain past baggage. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And we call this healing. We call this we come to a place of true acceptance. And it's a time where we heal through the heart, not intellectually, but through the heart. So it's um, it, this is a self-empowered state of coming to peace with yourself, coming to peace with that baggage you've been carrying all your life, uh, that burden, those grudges, those pains, the heaviest ones I'm speaking of. So this is still quite emotional, but it's necessary for us to work through these emotions with acceptance and allowance, and then we can shift to the first spiritual awakening, which is called the inner light, inner light awakening. And inner light awakening is, uh, is the first spiritual awakening, and it takes place because we clear so many clouds from within us. We make space. First, we need to make space within, and then the light can come through. It's our light. But it would have been hidden, like the sky is hidden with the clouds and forgetting that you're the sky because yeah. you're entangled with the clouds, mm -hmm. so to speak. So you clear the clouds through love and acceptance. And, and then the, the, the clouds are cleared and you recognize you're the sky. And that's the inner light. And further through another higher level of consciousness above it, it's called the higher self, or else some people are know this as the inner wisdom. And then the inner wisdom is, is natural for us all, because once we've gone through something challenging and we rise above it, well, then we there is inner wisdom rising. We've learned our lesson, we've seen what happened, and we grow up. Yeah. So that's inner wisdom, intuition, the, the intuition of the higher self comes true. And then the higher self starts having a, um, a, a play in one's life. Yeah. yeah? Mm -hmm. And on another level, so higher than the higher self, it's the heart of the higher self. It's called the inner love awakening. Mm -hmm. So inner love comes true and the awakening is that uh, one realizes that love has always been inside of me. Mm -hmm. Now, up until this moment, people are searching for love, uh, searching for acknowledgement, searching for this and that. But the awakening of the spiritual heart, the inner love, is an rec absolute recognition that love is here and love flows from within. And then love can be cultivated and shared with others. 
compassion can be cultivated, unconditional love can be cultivated. Of course, in the midst of this, more healing, more um, disillusionment taking place. So that's happening in the midst of awakening as well. Mm -hmm. But as we cultivate more of the inner love, there is another level, which is an extension. It's an extension of the love, which is called either oneness consciousness or unity consciousness. It is the awakening of the planetary consciousness, the feeling recognizing the connection with the nature, with the earth, uh, with everyone, uh, with the energies that everything is connected, has always been. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's just we were not yet fully aware of it, isn't it? Forgot. Forgot, yes. <laughs> forgot. Seems like you forgot. So, uh, yes, yes. It's a forgetfulness. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so up till here, um, it has a lot to do with uh, healing. It has a lot to do with uh, um, energy work. Uh, people here are working a lot on their chakras, on their kundalini, on their inner feminine, inner masculine. It's very energetic up to here. Mm -hmm. And it's all part of it, but it's not the end there either. Yeah. And uh, this is where majority of spiritual people kind of... Um, camp so to speak you know the kind of realm here for even decades sometimes mm. because uh, you need some guidance to know what's behind energy <laughs> yeah i get you mm. makes sense right you need some guidance to go beyond chakras to go beyond your five senses mm. you need some guidance to that mm -hmm. and uh, and so with the next level of the levels of consciousness is presence consciousness. And so presence is the awakening of that which is behind energy. Mm. Oh. It's the awakening of the, the space, the emptiness. The Brahman. The, uh, the, the, yeah, that can be a little tricky because so many um, speak of uh, Brahman in, in various different lineages in slightly different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's um, a, little, a little bit uh, tricky in this point. Um, but uh, rather to keep it very simple for everyone to understand, it's uh, coming behind the chakras, uh, coming behind the energies, and coming behind your five senses. What is there? And you realize you awaken to the seeing, that's the presence of the being, the beingness from the doorship, uh, to the non-doership, yeah. to the beingness. And in the beingness, it's emptiness. Mm. The presence is beyond five senses. Mm. And what happens usually, you know, people, let's say if they are in the inner light, they try to understand presence, but it's not possible because this has to be experienced. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, you have to self-verify that. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a part of self-realization. Thus, okay, someone may be able to guide you, but ultimately you have to realize yourself. Mm -hmm. 
isn't it? Because then this is where um, spirituality levels of consciousness gets a bit binded, twisted, or mixed up. Because, uh, well, coming to the next step, it's non-duality. And non-duality, you know, it's a buzzword these days. Yeah. You know, non-duality is, is, is a buzzword. And if someone is in inner love, inner light, they can only conceptualize what non-duality is mm. because they're not there yet there is some further steps to go through to come closer to go beyond for you to awaken to that yeah. of course all these levels of consciousness they're they're one you know it's it's in one source consciousness within us so they're not segmented so to speak but once you know the how to um kind of verify it or, or see the qualities of it and learn how to go beyond it, then it's very easy to detect where, where one is at through some self-inquiry, checking in where, where what one's experience is, not intellectually or rationalizing it, but from a direct experience. Mm -hmm. So basically, yeah, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And that's always the best way to go through anyone's spiritual journey because nowadays you can watch many videos on YouTube. You can, you can learn everything. <laughs> everything is online. But just by listening or trying to conceptualize it, it's, it will only create more confusion because yeah. ultimately we live in the here and now and what is real to you here. And then you always need to go beyond that, go beyond the mind, go beyond your attention and focus and see what's there. Yeah. So it's an exploration, investigation, and ultimately self-realization. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in, in simple terms, like non-duality, it's, it's a deeper state of presence. Mm. You, you've, you've went into so much depth into your beingness, so much depth because it's very, very deep. This is a, a galactic self, not a planetary self. Mm -hmm. Your consciousness expands to a, a galactic. Cosmic self. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. so it's quite it's quite vast. There's a lot of depth for for one to seep into, and in that greatest depth of being, you're able to witness to see the two sides of the coin. You're able to perceive reality from the one, not from the two, yeah. not from duality. Not from good or bad, not from judgment, not from separation, but from the one. So from the one, you perceive the two sides of the coin. Mm. Yeah. And that is very deep. That's definitely very deep. Yeah. You know, that is very deep. And in non-duality, what happens? We start transcending both sides of the coin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we start transcending. We usually have likes and dislikes. And at this point, it doesn't matter if there are likes or dislikes. You just have to process them, transcend them, bring... They're already in your space. They're all the energies. They're already inside of your being. Okay, you're empty. 
but what is within you are the energies. So it's not about negating life or I'm not this, I'm not that. Okay, that's great as a non-dual practice because you need to see what you are not to recognize what you are. Yeah. So that's kind of a, a, a practice for disillusionment, for disentanglement of identities, isn't it? Yeah. Wow, that was really good. Damn. So what's behind, what's, what's even closer than the, the, the non-dual being? Okay, non-dual being, it's, it's, it's eternal. You know, the, there, is a, there is a core of the non-dual being, and that is source consciousness itself. Mm. Now, what, what allows us to see the emptiness? What allows us to see the fullness? What allows us to see the suffering? What allows us to see the bliss? There is awareness. Yeah. So that is actually a first um, step of enlightenment already. It's one, there are four steps to enlightenment, different awakenings, and the realization that you are, you are awareness, aware of awareness. Mm. You are aware of awareness, and that has always been here. Isn't it? It's just our always will be, always is. Yeah. And it's it's there's no experience to awareness. Exper um, awareness has no experience because experience are the energies that come and go and create the the play, the the lila. But awareness is always as it is. Mm. And that's your nature. Yeah. It's all our nature. That's where we truly meet as one consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. So awareness starts seeping, you know, it starts seeping through, it starts perforating through our being, and it starts enlightening up with the light of consciousness. I'm using very simple terms. It's so easy and simple to okay, can understand, but can also experience. You know, can we, we have all the capacity to awaken to our true nature because it's our nature. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's not something else. It's our nature. Hmm. Yeah, so... With, then there is awareness and above awareness. Then we pass through the, to the great void. The great void is seen as the womb of the universe. So here you're popping out of the universe. You're, you're out of the manifestation, a universal manifestation into the womb of the divine into the womb of the Divine Mother, so to speak. It's a great void. There is nothing. There's, there's no energy here. It's, it's not even a dimension. It's a, it, it's a, it's a tr passing through. Oh. It's a void. There is nothing and it's unknown. No one can know the unknown. It is unknown. That is the experience of it. So it's the most deep, restful place. I love the unknown. <laughs> I love just being in that 
like womb of the Divine Mother, and it's nothing, it's uh, unknown, and it's very, very, very restful, very restful. There's no manifestation here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a void of nothingness. But from the void, from the womb. There's another level? A, <laughs> yes, there are more. <laughs> okay. Let's keep going. Let's go all the way. <laughs> so this, this is the, the, the beauty, where the beauty really arises. Because out of the womb, we come to the divine planes. And the divine planes, the, the, these are not dimensions, because the divine planes, there's no energy. It's not energetic. It's a plane of existence, which is the ultimate, most perfected love and beauty and purity. It's a divine nature. Mm. It's a divine nature. We, we have this within us. It's a part of us. It's, it's the whole, it's, it's the ultimate um, goal to, to realize our divine nature. It's the most beautiful um, aspect of us to, to awaken to. Very, very beautiful. Yeah. There are various planes. I will not go into that, but um, uh, above the divine love, uh, and that is the second enlightenment. The third enlightenment is the awakening of the supracausal truth. It's the supracausal body. It's the body of perceiving clarity. It's pure truth, p- pure seeing of, of, of consciousness, of God, of source. And it's tricky because it's, you have such a great clarity here that you think, yes, this is it. But there is a, a film, a veil, a transparent, very clean glass. You're seeing through the glass. You can see everything, but it's, there's still a, a thin veil of a slight separation. Mm-hmm. And um, this is also called actually the, the, the root of the I thought. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the very back end from where the I, all our thoughts rise from. Mm-hmm. It's the back end of it. So you, you come to that closeness. It's closeness, really, because what you're doing in levels of consciousness, you're collapsing time, you're collapsing space. You're collapsing everything that's in between. Yeah, it's so it's you you're you're just returning back home here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You're just returning here. You're not going anywhere. You're returning back home and it's right here. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and it's so instant. It's so direct. It's so bright. It's immense. And once we break through, let's say, once we pierce through the supracausal veil or truth body, then we fully return to the absolute source, to the absolute full consciousness. So that absolute full consciousness, what happens here is that all traces of separation dissolve you 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 realize that 
all traces of separation, division, distance, time, space, it's all an illusion with that realization. Hmm. And so this is what I do. <laughs> that was great. That's great. <laughs> oh, wow. And then what? <laughs> then once we merge with the absolute and become at one what with everything, it? and then, you know, we're still here. I'm still yes. Gary. You're still Leone. The, yes. the listener is still the listener. I'm still cooking. I'm still cleaning the house. Chopping I'm wood, still working. Water. I'm still doing. We are all still doing everything. Yeah. The thing is, the illusion of many people is that people think that once they awaken to their full consciousness, something special is going to happen. Something amazing is going to shift in their lives and it's all going to be fairies and flowers and, and that's not real. Mm. Once you open up to your full um, nature of your true self, it's not the end. It is not. That's just one part of realizing who you are. You know, that, that we should have had that since we were born. <laughs> I agree. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we should have had a, at least a manual. Well, the physical consciousness is a manual for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't end there. That's just the beginning. First of all, you're still integrating. You're still healing some aspects that are still there, it doesn't mean that you're fully conscious. It means that you have cleared absolutely everything. It doesn't mean that. So self-realization is realizing who you are, but then there is still energy. There are still challenges of life. There are still some um, past and um, deeper things coming up from your unconsciousness. It, the energy work and integration for a, a, a deeper embodiment, that is eternal. There is no end to it. It doesn't end anywhere, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's something that many times people get hooked up on. Oh, I, I just want to get to full consciousness very quickly so that I can be in peace. I'm like, you're not going to get frozen in full consciousness. Life is going to continue. Life is going to happen. You just have a bigger capacity now. Your processor is so much big that you're able to process life because you, you are life. You become life. You are life. There is no separation from it. So life continues to happen. And the life we live here, you know, it's not the most serene one. So there is a lot to um, work through as well. Mm -hmm. And that is the integration. It takes, it takes a lot of years to integrate and embody that. It takes time for adaptation. So, yes, it doesn't end there. It's not to reach somewhere and then, you know, it's, it's a continuation. It, life becomes, of course, much more illuminated. You know, there's a much greater love and, and 
you know, divinity that's flowing with you and you have that higher support and everything. Yeah. But life doesn't freeze. Yeah, I see. So well said. So well said. So let me ask you this one then. What would you say to someone that has no idea what you just said, even though I totally understand what you just said, it made sense to me, but let's just do a hypothetical. They have no idea what we're talking about right now. What would you say is the incentive to follow this path? You know, you said life becomes more illuminated, there's more love, maybe more blessings. What would you say if someone's like, why would I want to even go through that? That seems like so much. It seems like a lot. I got to just put food on the table, you know, I'm just trying to survive here. What would you say is the incentive to following this path? Well, uh, some people, uh, they, uh, they may go through some really difficult life situation where they get cornered and they feel they're like hitting a wall and they're not finding a way out they're stuck and they know it because it's been like some good years and then there something happens there like a um, some people call it breakdown others call it you there's a breakthrough yeah that takes place mm -hmm. and uh, i guess uh, something from within uh, just awakens to search for something or search for help or like a different way a different mm -hmm. way to go about living yeah mm -hmm. yes like something happens in a person and maybe they they want to start changing their diet all of a sudden they just feel that you know, this is not feeling good anymore i need to make change so th this comes in, there, there has to be then a will, a willpower, mm -hmm. willpower to make change. And of course, uh, you know, now we just had like this brief journey through the whole levels of consciousness. But, uh, you know, when, for example, I'm meeting a person, I don't have to overwhelm someone with what is the next steps. Yeah. So we always take care of the present moment. It's more grounded. It's more real. Yeah. It's like, okay, how are you? Where are you now? Yeah. What, 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 what's stuck? What's the obstacle? Let's work through that. Let's work through that. And people feel empowered. Mm -hmm. They feel empowered because that's the whole purpose of it that people take their power back to themselves and say yeah. oh i actually can do this mm -hmm. this is yeah. possible i guess that's what i was asking is what is the purpose of following this path and would you say it is an empowerment like a easing of suffering a more peaceful life yes i guess it starts from that from an empowerment um, shift yeah yeah when people want change they're they're fed up they're fed up of suffering, they're fed up of misery, they're just fed up and they don't know what to do. And then willpower, because that brings change. I see. Mm. And I feel as though personally, once you kind of catch a glimpse into this, um, this knowing, self-realization, you know, just catch a little glimpse, a little taste into one's capital T truth within. Um, you can't unsee it, you know, it's not like something I can just put on the back burner and forget about. It's uh, once you have the subjective experience, that's it, you know, like once you know, 
you know. And I can't, personally speaking, this is just me, I don't see another way of conducting myself in this life. Like, once you feel it, I can't. Like, there's nothing that will mm, will lead me astray. I mean, I definitely will. I'm not a perfect being. I'm not a perfect being whatsoever. I get led astray plenty of times, but I, I always have that, like, that internal compass to come back home, you could say, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite powerful. Um, it's a blessing, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. It is. How would you say people get started on this? Would you say it just comes from our suffering, like you said before? Like there's just uh, something that uh, just happens to us or we, we just can't bear it anymore. So we figure out a different way and, and you do it like slightly, like you said, the diet or maybe we change up uh, some some of our habits here and there. Would you say it ultimately comes from our suffering though? Generally, it does come from our suffering. Yeah. It can be like a, a relationship breakup or something happens that something um, shakes one up. Yeah. Of course, it's not only that way because someone can, uh, you know, awaken without and without any suffering happening too. So uh, it's not just like suffering, but generally it is. Yeah. Generally, it is. But there are people who awaken because they're just meant to awaken now. <laughs> well, what happened with you? <laughs> I know a lot of people say it doesn't really matter, but I just like to, I don't know, I like to get people's personal experiences. So, like, uh-huh. where did you get this taste? You know, if you could give us a, a brief summary, like, how did this all come about, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. So, yeah, like, just to share briefly... And the the first spiritual awakening, the moment where I woke up from from the dream. Well, that happened to me. Actually, I was at home. I was living in Asia at home reading. I was already doing yoga. I was already practicing and doing some daily routine, meditations, and, and yoga, and some breath work. That was already happening. But uh, at some point, I felt I was, uh, like, electrified oh. with, like, a lightning. Mm-hmm. I, I even heard a, a big sound, like a zap. Oh. <laughs> And I was sitting down and I was living in a, a beautiful place. You know, I was living in, on an island. Were My life was. Reading? Yeah, I was reading a book. I was reading actually the, the Power of Now oh, of, of Eckhart Tolle. Oh, and, wow. and that book uh, it was in my handbag for like two years prior to that day. <laughs> I was carrying it with me. I was, every time I had some emotion, I would just open a page and read it, Mm -hmm. try to grasp it, try to grasp the present now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it helped, it helped, it helped. And then um, I had this zapping and I had like my first vivid vision where the vision presented me um, three bodies and my soul passing through them. Who that was the awakening of reincarnation actually is real. That was what came true. (laughs) And it took me six months, I remember, six months of a constant, constant processing and realizing something. 
when you know when you get these aha moments, aha moments, and you you need a moment to grasp it and digest it. I, I had six months when I was walking and eating and drinking. It was very intense, very, very, very intense, beautiful, but then it all made sense. Mm. And then after a few good years, I realized what happened, actually. It were, they, they were my, my soul guides, and they zapped me. <laughs> they helped me. They, they sent me that light, like electricity, to awaken. So that came after a few years, what really happened on that day. Mm. So, yeah, that's kind of how it, it began. And then it continued, um, yeah, like that was a big opening, a very big opening, and then started to have more activations, so to speak, you know, chakra activations, kundalini activations, and healing, and continuing this kind of work. And... Uh, yeah, that went pretty, pretty well. And of course, things happen in, in perfection because you're you're ready to open inner love. And for me, I didn't have a, a teacher in specific. I was just roaming around and uh, enjoying the island and doing this and that. But then, you know, life brings you the right circumstance to break your heart so that you open to inner love. Yeah. <laughs> So life has it's tailored perfectly for us. And so, yeah, I could say that up to presence, you can, it's kind of easy to, to maneuver, but then from presence, you you do need someone um, to, uh, to guide you, to bring you, to uplift you, to go deeper. And that, that would be kind of the um, most, uh, harmonious way you know and when you have that higher support and yeah for me you know my partner and um, he's my twin flame and um, yeah, Satminda, he he has helped me open through from presence all the way to to my full consciousness and thanks to him it made it so much easier because you when it comes to going beyond the beyond, you do need some kind of blessing and guidance. It's like, yeah. here, let, let me show you. Come here. And then ultimately, you need to realize that. You need to verify that. And, and so a, a guide and a teacher can guide you, but can't enforce anything upon anyone. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, they can show yeah. you the way, but ultimately you have to... You have to walk. You have to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yes, and then I came to I came back from Asia, came back to Malta, and instantly I got in touch with, with Mindo and we started um, creating uh, some events and some retreats. It naturally started happening. We just really clicked, got together, and um, yeah, now it's been over. Um, I guess about eight and a half years since I'm back in Malta. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And now and here you are on a podcast. Here I am. <laughs> here we are. Uh -huh. That's wonderful. Uh. Mm. Yeah. So would you say that um, this mindset, this wavelength that 
you resonate on this newfound state of being, which isn't quite new, it's actually a remembrance of your own being, eventually leads you or someone toward an orientation of servitude to others that aren't really others. <laughs> <laughs> and are at the same time, isn't it? Yeah, because, uh, yes, then uh, I maybe not for everyone, but for most of uh, awakened beings, uh, it's so natural for us, isn't it, to, uh, to be of service to others. Yeah. It's like, so it's so natural to want to help out, to want to make things easier or smoother, more harmonious. It's, it's a natural process. Because it brings you joy, right? Oh, that's if if I don't if I don't do what I do in my life, I don't need to be here. <laughs> I'm like really serious because yeah. for me, what brings me the the most joy is being of service to others and creating all these amazing um, education, spiritual education, and giving that opportunity through meditation, through consciousness transmissions, to uplift them to bring them to their natural self yeah. it's like what else what else right. there's nothing else for me here absolutely yeah. so that's what keeps me going here <laughs> that's so wonderful yeah hmm. <sighs> so well said yeah i don't have much else to say honestly i'm pretty speechless it's like uh it's like you know that love is our essence right so it's like you got like you got all this love it's like what are you gonna do with it obviously you're gonna give it out you have to give it out you know it's just like, yeah. like you said it's natural it's like almost obligatory it's like i gotta i gotta love these people somehow because yeah. like i said before you know there's no other way there's, i don't see any other way to go about it man you gotta love people <laughs> yeah because love you know ultimately love it's not mine or yours love yeah. is free and love flows and love yeah. is it flows so abundantly and it yeah. all it wants to do is be shared it wants to flow it wants to touch everyone's heart and soul that's the nature of it and uh, since we are the vehicle you know sustaining that and being open to that then we get moved, isn't it? We get moved to share that beauty, that divinity, that soul with another. Mm. Mm. So sweet. <laughs> Would you say, if we could kind of generalize it here, that is the meaning of life. That is the purpose of life is to become an embodiment of love, a vehicle of love. Yeah, yeah, I must say that's a very big task for all of us to fully master and become the full embodiment of that love. We have a very big task to do that. And yeah, we are, we are working on it. <laughs> We're getting there for sure. Yeah. But it's like, what else is going on? What else? could be really going on here with humanity it seems quite apparent to me like that's what's happening we're just slowly mm -hmm. refining ourselves to become these light beings of love i don't know that's just what i feel 
Mm-hmm. Maybe it's over lifetimes. Who knows? But it's just what it seems like. Well, that's the direction we're we're heading yeah, towards. Mm. Uh-huh. Yes, it's uh, there is a lot of work. You know, there's uh, there's still a lot of challenges uh, collectively um, speaking. But uh, with more and more people awakening to their higher vehicles of consciousness, this is how we can really strengthen our um, positive timeline. This is how we can really um, reharmonize this mess in the collective consciousness and slowly, slowly start to heal because there is a lot of healing to happen on a collective scale. There is a lot of healing, a lot of trauma that people need to um, slowly process and work through and slowly then rise up to love and to our divine nature. But that's, that's the ultimate goal for this civilization, to ascend, to rise up from these lower realms of separation and division. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> <sighs> I believe it. I think we'll get there someday. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we, we will. We definitely will. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, we get there now, here and now. You know, we feel we well, resonate. That's, yes, that's the beauty of uh, that's the beauty and the power that we have uh, because uh, all is happening now and we have the power to, uh, you know, rise above separation, rise above duality, and begin to embody that love, that soul, that divinity, because that's the way up, that's the way forward, that's evolution. Yeah, so, it's the way. <laughs> it's the way. Yeah. And yes, of course, this is a good point you mentioned, because... Um, people can also get a bit overwhelmed. There's too much information. There's too many things going on. And uh, I meet a lot of people who feel very overwhelmed energetically. And if someone is feeling overwhelmed, all you have to do is practice coming back to the present moment, coming back to the now, coming back to the body, and dealing with what is here now. Because that's the most empowered way. Like this, you in the present moment, no matter how challenging or difficult it is, you can always handle the present moment. Well said. Mm. Be here now. Well said. Mm. <laughs> you know what? I think that's a very good note to wrap this thing up at. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to say? You want to keep it at that? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good too. Well, hey, I thank you for coming on here, sharing your time, effort, and wisdom with me and everybody listening in the future. Um, I thank anybody that has listened this long in the future. Um, And I thank (laughs) you again. So yeah, I I don't know what else to say. This was a wonderful conversation. I wish you all the best. Keep doing your thing. And uh, that's it. One love. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for this um, very beautiful time together for sure for sure mm. peace and love to you peace and love mm. to everybody